This is a Kirkendall Barrett presentation, darling. <laughs> you can touch it if you want. Ladies, if you want to meet a man, check your storage closet. Come on, Kendall, take off your shirt and go camera shopping at Best Buy. Good shirtless, not bad shirtless. Yeah. Well, it was gratuitous. Yeah, it was. I like a good grizzled man sometimes. A lifetime of Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about movies on both Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. It's been a minute. I know. And hello, Kirk Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Jason Bowers. And I've been looking for... I'm so excited. It has been uh, so long. I... I have missed you guys. I've missed the podcast. So that's I, I, how I'm feeling. I can't believe that it's. We were talking and we realized. Jason realized that it's been six weeks. Yeah, we we took a little break because there was a moment where all three of us were traveling at different times, and it was just it was just becoming a lot. We 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 thought it was like a one or two week break, but it's uh yeah, it's been a lot to be longer. Like, like, had I even gone to New Orleans yet when we no. recorded? So, God, I've been to New Orleans. I've been to to Fresno. I've been on the road. Jason, you've been to Australia. Uh-huh. I saw Kirk Fitzpatrick in person in Fresno. That's right. I, I saw Les Kirk in Right. I, I saw, saw Les Kirk in party. Yeah. Oh, you guys were at, well, geez, where can we start? I saw you guys at an Oscar party. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Jason, you were a character from Everything Everywhere All at Once, right? I was Rakukuni, yeah. Yeah. And you you won a contest. I did. I won the costume contest. I won this uh, yeah. right here. It was an Amazon gift card. I just oh, saw nice. it on my desk. I haven't uh, put it in my account yet. There was a lineup of people. There was like somebody, another uh, another character from that movie. Then there was someone as Avatar, which was kind of looked a little, little slapped together, but I, I knew what it was. There was an Elvis guy. He looked like yes. Elvis. Mm-hmm. And what was the guy? There's one guy in boxer shorts and a t-shirt. Who was he? Yeah, to what be? was that? He. Costume? Oh gosh, somebody just told me the other day who he was. Oh gosh. Uh, uh, I it couldn't have, could have been. him. When it was oh, explained was? to me, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But I don't. Oh. I. I. I keep forgetting. I've been told three times now, and I've forgotten every time who he, who he was. Because <laughs> I've seen all the the Oscar, all the, like the. I guess the, the the actor and the best picture and best best director nominees, and I don't know what that was. That didn't didn't ring a bell. Yeah, okay, don't, don't remember. Oh my god! But but yes, I mean it has been it has been between you and I, Jason. We hit both Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, I was in uh, Sydney, Australia, for World Pride, and uh, Sydney's Pride is their Mardi Gras festival. So. That's uh, or they do pride, but their their big gay event of the year is the Mardi Gras. So it was massive. The I missed all of the unbelievable or the first part of the unbelievably bad weather we've been having here in L.A. Uh, I missed the snow the day that it snowed in L.A. I missed that. I completely missed that. But like I landed in Australia and my feed on my social media was all my friends posting these photos of snow in L.A. It was so weird. I was like walking home and I'm walking and I look at my coat and I'm like, what is this soot on my coat? And then I looked up and I was like, 
holy shit, it's snowing. <laughs> it, this yeah. we- weather, Kurt, I like, I know it sounds like we're just being L.A. pussies that are like, oh, we're not used to the cold. It, it's different here because it doesn't rain much. Um, and when we have a rainy season, it's not like when it rains in a New York or even a Seattle. Like, you get rain there. It's like, it might rain for like an hour or two, and then it's kind of done. L.A., when it rains, we get like downpour for like a day or two. And normally okay. when it's rainy season, we'll have a day here or there where we get that. But here it's been like downpour for two days. Then we get a break. We think, oh, okay, it's done. And then downpour again. And then it's and it's been like that since, I don't know, January. Just almost every other day we're getting rain. It's terrible. No, but is this helping you guys out? Because I know there was weren't there issues with the reservoirs. You guys had fires. Well, <laughs> well, it's it's fires help it's helping with the drought, but it's because yeah. we're not. It's so much so fast that the the ground can't absorb it fast enough. So it's only helping so much with the drought, and it's actually causing yeah. flooding and causing mudslides. So, you know, Jeez. any problems it's fires. solving, it's it's sort of canceling out with other problems. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the East Coast, we don't even get snow in yeah. uh, New Jersey. I, I don't think it, it snowed maybe twice. It didn't really. I think we had snow for half a day on the ground. That was that was the, for the whole winter. Well, and then Kurt, you were here, so because you were here in Fresno when we had a flood watch. Yeah, right? there was some rain. Well, I missed. I was see. I went to the road festival. I only did like the first half, if that. I was there for like two and a half days, something like that. So. It was raining when I was there. It was raining hard, but I think it was the the, the week after you were having some and, and, and by the, weather. By the way, I saw I saw Kurt Fitzpatrick's show. It was very good. Made me cry a little bit. Didn't Damn you? It, didn't you uh, both win awards? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get my award though. Did you accept my award for me? I did not. Almost. I don't know who's got it. Yeah, we got like a sold out. I got a well. I got a full house award. I think you got like a. Like sold, I sold I out. Full house. I sold out twice. I was like three. Well, I only had two shows, but because I, I, I was supposed to have three, but my flight arrived late, so I missed my my first show. But yes, there was anticipation. Kurt, Kurt has a new cursed city that has something against him. I don't know what you did to Dallas, Kurt. But Dallas, yeah, me and Jr. Her twice. We were both shot. Yeah, no, um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was in Dallas for like an eight hour layover, which I wasn't supposed to have. It was supposed to be a 45 minute layover, (laughs) but I didn't make it. So I had to cancel my first show, but then there was anticipation. Like, is he going to make it? Is he going to be here? Oh no. Apparently that anticipation was happening even before that. They didn't know, is he going to be able to get here? Oh yeah. It was a thing. Because I have a lot going on. It it was, it was a thing. No, it was Mm -hmm. like, it was, it was like the rumors were like flying so I was like, "No, he's coming." I don't get out of my, because of because of because of different circumstances. Because I take care of people, um, so it's hard for me to, you know. So there were, I think people are aware of that, and they're like, "Is he going to make it out? Is he going to? Is he going to make it? Is he going to make it three thousand miles?" I don't know. I did, and I saw Les Kirkendall Barrett show, "The Real Black Swan," and it was great. Thank you. I finally got to see it. So it was a love fest out there. Yes, we're seeing each other's shows. So, so speaking of love fest, I'm, I'm, you know, before I ask if you have, you know, the news that you have. So, Kurt, you are someone's hall pass. Oh, what? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I that's as much as I know. He, uh, Les told me about this like week, like like two weeks ago, and he's he's been sitting on this. He won't. He wouldn't tell me what it was. And I even said, "Well, what's a hall pass?" And he, he wrote me back and said, "You know what it is." <laughs> but I guess I, I, I did. I did kind of know there was a movie hall pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so every, so Jason, just, so we were at this festival and every night there was like a little get together party sort of a thing after the show ended. So on this particular night, we were there and someone asked someone else who I will tell you off mic who it was, who was not gay, by the way. Okay. They asked. If you were to have a gay hall pass and sleep with any artist, gay or not gay, who would your hall pass be? And he said, Kirk Fitzpatrick. Wow. Wow. I did not expect that. Did- yes, yeah, so and then he threw a compliment. He said, he said, you're funny. He said, you're good looking. You have a great personality. So there you go, Kirk. Well, I'm very flattered by this. So, geez, I wonder who this was. Uh, with, you know exactly who it is. Did you, you know who it is. Did I'm you get into the, the granular no details as to who would be top or bottom in this fantasy scenario? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not get carried away here. Hey, if, if it's a hall pass, we got to know which which direction uh, the, the hall pass arrow points. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do. I don't. I don't know if we need that so, much of a so visual. Knowing them, so knowing them. Both, I mean, if if we're putting if something's going down a hallway, we we need to know whose hallway. Whoa, so whoa, 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 them, whoa! Knowing them both, actually, and you know that's going to make you uncomfortable. That's why you're saying that. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's so, not fair. So, he's, he's just audience at home. He's laughing his ass off. Of course, so, I so am. Knowing, knowing them both, <laughs> the, the, the other person is is like a little is like tougher. I don't want. I don't want to know who this is. I think, I think we've had enough of this. Is a little tougher. He is. He's, he's he's tougher. So I could see him being the top, just because he's kind of like he he looks like he knows his way around a fight. You know, does he know his way around a hallway? The though? Yeah, the one who has the hall pass. Well, say does like, does he know his way around a hallway? Oh, that I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know who it is. <laughs> I think you may even listen to the show. I think. I'll tell you off mic. <laughs> Jeez, I gotta compose myself now. I kind of thought it was a woman, first of all, for, that you were talking about has a hall pass for me, and now you hit me with the whole scenario. Oh, so it you you didn't man. even know before we started talking now that this no, uh, thing that Les has been... He said he's gonna save it for the show. He just said, I'm, I'm someone's hall pass. So I'm thinking... What woman out there is married and has me as a hall pass? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. No, boy, it's good thing I put too much thought into it. That would have been a waste of time. But you said this is a straight guy. Yes. Huh. It's because a straight it was, guy. It was, it was, it was a scenario. If you were gay and you have a gay hall pass, who would it be? And they. Well, I'm very flattered by this. Yeah. Did and they? Uh, this is an honest question. You don't have to get into the details of it if you don't want less. But did they did they give any context as to why that that was the answer? Oh, because they said that they 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 like Kurt. Kurt's good looking. Kurt's funny, and and that would if they you know if they were to to go the other direction, Kurt would be the person. Kurt, I don't know if you're on any dating apps, but I think you should like this needs to go in the profile. Of uh, I'm not gay, but I am somebody's gay hall pass. 
have had it, ladies. All right. And the person's not bad looking at all. <laughs> not not bad looking at all. <laughs> I might know who this. I, I you know who it is. Well, I know the people there, so I'm sure you, you. If you said the person's name, I know who you're talking about. But I don't know who you're talking about. I don't okay. know, Kurt. I've I got a surprise you for you. Show. We've got the person here on the podcast. No, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't fair. That's why you want to tell us this, this uh, story on the air. Uh, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> what am I going to do with that? What am I going to do with that? Well, sure, I thought this was... <laughs> what apparently well, whatever you want. I thought some ladies were eyeing you up in Fresno too, though. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, give me a list. Awesome. See, I wasn't there that long. I was only there for like a couple days. Couldn't make enough a connection. Right. Anyway, well, speaking now, back of my home. Now, yeah. now speaking of connections <laughs> and dynamite and someone who I'm me. wondering what is going on with them because there's a lot of news. So much. Tell, do you have any black China news? Doing a piece of China. 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 I'm talking China. The Black China Report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. Well, there's been an onslaught of black China news. Even our friend of the show and uh, special guest from the the shelf-shedding movie show, Jason Debray, he's apparently really into black China, which is a surprise. He's been sending me articles. It's... um. Well, he, know, he knows anyway, that you are our official Black China reporter, so. Yeah. He, he, he's the Black China? Oh, because I'm the. the uh, no, you you yeah. are, so he's making sure that you have all, all of the oh. the important news. Another attractive <laughs> quality that I have. Um, okay, so this is from mirror.co.uk. Uh, the headline is, okay, and this, this really, this article kind of hits a lot of stuff that's been, that's been happening. So the headline is inside black China's make under, you know, there's a makeover. She's got to make under yes. make under journey as she transforms to natural look after finding God. Okay. Let's get ready. Black China has shocked fans after revealing she is undergoing an epic transformation as she takes drastic steps to change her look. The reality star, 34, was previously known for her cosmetic work, but recently announced she had a bum and breast reduction. She also made the move to remove her facial fillers to gain a more natural look amid her life-changing journey. Her physical appearance isn't the only change she's focused on, as she wants to set an example for her daughter, Dream Kardashian, 6, and son, King Cairo Stevenson, 10. I want you all to be a part of my life-changing journey, she revealed on Instagram last week, along with a clip from a clinic. <laughs> I reduced my breast and glutinous maximus. You all have the power to heal your life, and you need to know that, says Angela White. As China makes, ch that's a black China's real name. As China makes changes in her life, we take a look at what steps she's taken on her personal journey. Okay, this is definitely worth it. Okay, so the TV personality has previously admitted to having a number of cosmetic procedures, including four breast surgeries, liposuction, and a bum enhancement, but now she's giving her image a complete makeover. Earlier this week, she filmed herself at the clinic preparing for a breast and bum reduction operation. She seemed excited as she explained what she was doing and shared a clip of, of her getting blood work done. She says, so one of the things I feel is going to take me to the next level is obviously taking some of these ass shots out. China said she first got the injections when she was 19 years old, explaining her reasoning for undergoing the reduction. The model said she's moving up in life, adding, I want this out of my ass so I can grow. 
in the comments section, a fan begged, please get some face filler dissolved too, with China insisting that is next on my list. The star is <laughs> No, wait, there's more. This is worth a long article. The star has taken her make under to the next level and took to her Instagram story to explain she's also going to stop wearing long, false nails. Sharing a picture of her natural nails, she wrote, I feel so free with other long stiletto nails. Shout out to all the women that wear them. They no longer serve my purpose. She signed off the post using her real name, Angela White. Opening up about her decision to cut her long nails, China said in a video, I'm past that stage. Been there, done that. I'm passing the baton to the younger ladies. She added she was stepping in a different way. Wait, there's more here. Now, okay, she's also working on overhauling her online presence into something new, whole, more wholesome. She's deactivating her OnlyFans account because, no! Of, her, no! because of her children. I don't do OnlyFans anymore. I don't do it anymore at all, the mother of two explained on the Jason Lee show. I'm just changing everything about me. She added that selling saucy snaps of herself was a dead end. <laughs> she, she's worth way more than that. In May last year, China celebrated her 34th, 34th birthday by getting baptized in a garden pool. She teased new beginnings after losing a high-profile legal battle with the Kardashians. In her Instagram, she shared a clip of herself dressed in white in a swimming pool as the ceremony was performed. The former reality star also captioned, captioned the picture, born again on my birthday, with a praying hands emoji, followed by 51122 hashtag new beginnings. Since then, China has been posting snaps of herself after attending church. And that's it. Wow. I, I had I had heard about the make under stuff. I hadn't heard about the church angle. Uh, I am not a religious person, but I am curious if uh, you know if she's going to one of these like celebrity, almost griftery like Hillsong church or something like that. Oh. <laughs> but but if it was a celebrity church, would they have her like get a breast reduction? Though? They might. Sounds like she did a lot of stuff I, before. Oh no, 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 that's right. It was yeah, it was. But it, I, I was also think I, I mean I don't think these churches are telling these celebrities that go to them what to do, but they are sort of guiding them on their path to find Jesus or or whatever it is. And sometimes the person interprets that as look at all this fake stuff I've been doing. It, uh -huh. You know, I need to retreat. I mean, like when Justin Bieber got really religious he sort of retreated from public life you know you used to hear crazy stories about him every day and then it just stopped oh i mean because when it comes to to only fans she's the goat yeah you know she's she's she's, she's really like she, i think she saw i think she saw we took some time off and she just went crazy she didn't well, know we were coming back well black china we're back we're back wow. so so because i gotta tell you i'm a i'm a little worried I also, the, the, the cynic in me, it, religion aspect of this aside, the cynic in me is wondering, I wonder if she and her team are trying to have her branch out and do more mainstream stuff, like not just be on um, Zeus TV, but, you know, she wants to get legitimate acting gigs and stuff like that. She needs to be castable as more than this person that just has all these fillers. True. No, that is that is very true because she's got to be able to to portray different people in different roles and having all that stuff does limit you. There's only certain things you can do. I mean, um, do, do we think the the new Black China? Do you think she could be in a Hallmark movie? I would love that. That 
would be the ultimate. We would be, we well, then we would be seeing people would think we had great foresight. It would I, finally put it together. I want to yeah. fast forward a couple of years where she becomes like the new queen of Hallmark, and she starts talking about it in an interview. She's like, "I never really thought about it, but I kept coming up in all these Google searches that mentioned Hallmark right. and my name together, and I didn't understand it, and I took it as a sign from God." Right. <laughs> Right. Do you guys think that she's aware at this point that that she's mentioned in this podcast? Because I'm gonna say I'm gonna say she, it's hmm I'm gonna say there's a sixty percent chance that she's aware because this has been going on for a couple of years now. I wouldn't be surprised. I seriously wouldn't. I wouldn't be super I mean, surprised. I don't think she's sheltered. Put it this way: um, Hallmark knows about us because they had whatever somebody from Hallmark comes on this show we have to get vetted. Like they have to get permission from the network and we have to, we've been vetted because Hallmark is real. I don't know. Well, this was the old Hallmark. I didn't know with the new Hallmark. I would think so any, any network is going to have their antenna up over any potential PR fires that could start burning if their talent were to speak out of term. Right. So yeah, they so they know about us. They're aware for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Does Lifetime that like when when Meredith Thomas comes on the show, does she have to get no permission from uh, Lifetime? Lifetime is no no. It, Lifetime's a lot less strict. No, Meredith yeah. can come out. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think they 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 know that she does stuff on her own, but I also think Meredith is smart enough to not trash Lifetime. Which she wouldn't do right. anyway, but like if well, if, no, if no. one were to start doing that, I'm sure the network would be like, "Why are we casting you in all these movies if you're talking smack?" You know, right. like That's Meredith loves working on that. Gonna trash that. Yeah. I saw Meredith Thomas today. I was with her this Look. afternoon. Aww. how is she doing? Good. She looks great because we do we do volunteer work uh, together. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually, she's actually the one that got me into it. Yeah. So like once a week, what we do is we go to ele- an elementary school and teach little elementary school students storytelling. Oh, that's lovely. And so, so yeah, so I just saw her today. Um, But but yeah, I think, I think definitely though, like Lifetime, well, because the old Hallmark, remember they had that image that they needed to portray and like the, like actors who uh, appeared on talk shows were given a strict set of rules that they had to follow. Like they were only allowed to wear certain things and say certain things. And that was a whole, that Lifetime, you know, I'm sure Lifetime would be like, hey, the dirtier the better. Yeah. <laughs> Within reason. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they they don't want it to reflect poorly on the network. They want it to be a right. reflection of the network. Right, and, and you are right, Jason. I mean, Meredith isn't the type of person who would do, you know, she's yeah. not that type of person no, no. anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah. I heard. I heard uh, you may have mentioned this, Jason, but on the new season of Ted Lasso, there's this like a whole monologue about Hallmark Christmas movies. I haven't seen the new season yet. Season three, oh, okay. yeah, I haven't yeah, seen yeah. it yet. Okay. Um. Oh, I'm gonna watch Ted Lasso tonight. Yeah. I I mean I do know like Fantasy Island on their Christmas special had a Christmas special where the person's fantasy was to be in a Hallmark movie and then the two leads ended up having sex and that like messed up the movie and everything went crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's not a Hallmark movie. Um, so before the podcast, 
changing gears a little bit, but I think you'll appreciate this, and I, I don't know where this will lead us. But before the podcast, I read something that I hadn't heard. There is a a community of people that are very excited uh, because their that blockbuster video might be making a comeback. I saw that headline. Yeah, yeah what was uh, that about? Uh, so over the weekend. Uh, so people noticed that Blockbuster reactivated their website. And on the website, it says something like, we're, we're rewinding your video. So everyone's like, what are, what are, they, are they bringing back Blockbuster? I, I don't know what that would mean. I don't know if somebody has bought the brand and they're going to use it as the name for a streaming site or they're going to start selling more. I, I can't imagine they're going to be you know doing the sending dvds or having brick and mortar stores it doesn't oh. really make sense in 2023 i love those video stores actually i actually know who i can ask so um i i did a festival in halifax nova scotia and there's a guy who did a blockbuster show oh. and he's still up on it so i'm gonna shoot him a little message yeah see what he knows my friend i loved going to the video store and Blockbuster really, like, they had it figured out because you used to go to video stores and there would be, like, a new release and you could never get it. All the new releases were out. But Blockbuster would just, like, have, like, 50, 50 copies well, of... They, they got so big that they were yeah. able to strong-arm the studios into giving them a favorable rate uh, if they bought in, in enough bulk. Yeah. They had, like, 50 copies of, like, JFK with mm -hmm. Kevin Costner. <laughs> so you could, you could be sure to get your copy of, and then it would yeah, get okay, beat I, to I hell, and beat to hell, and then they would sell it for like two dollars. Yeah, so, I I have a copy of JFK from JFK from Blockbuster. You never VH, I have a VHS copy. Uh, yeah. You never turned it. You never gave it back. I bought it. No, I bought it. Was for sale, like a used copy. It was um, two tapes, man. What JFK? Yeah, that movie was long. Yeah. Be kind. Rewind. Mm -hmm. That's all I have to say. What about, uh, Jason, were you here when Video West was here? Yeah. Video West is literally at the bottom of my street where yep. they were. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Oh. You oh, could you confused. get this? Uh, get the soundbite ready. I've got the news. Okay. Um, that, um, yeah, I gave them a little bit of warning on this audience because I enjoy the soundbite. But, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm not laughing at the content of what I'm going to say, that Dick Van Dyke was in a car accident. <laughs> you dick! <laughs> Only reason Kurt wanted to deliver that news on the podcast was so that I could play that soundbite, even though Dick Van Dyke is not a dick other than his name. I wanted to say, because he's a national treasure, he maybe shouldn't be driving at his age, but... Um, Isn't he 98? 97 or 8, yeah. One of my, I wish I remember which of my friends posted this, but he said, said something along the lines of maybe a 97-year-old 90, shouldn't be driving in the rain when they're prone to tripping over Ottomans. Right? <laughs> right? Oh, man. Because, yeah, I'm sure the car, yeah, I wonder if it was like, come on now. I didn't bring this up to make a mockery of it. I wanted to wish him the best. You brought it up so that I would play this soundbite. dick! That is 100% to make a mockery of it. Well, I thought he 
died. It was a weird, like the, the national news on it. They said later on the our story about Dick Van Dyke. I was like, oh no, he I know. Died. I I will admit, I when I his name started trending, like I was getting alerts, and I just saw Dick Van Dyke jump out. I was like, oh no, I was I was so worried that he had passed away. Um, and he no, it's the thing is, died twice. And, and and like for ninety eight, he looks good. He still has a full head of hair. Yeah. Well, he says keep move. Oh, he's got a young wife too. Yeah. But he says, uh, he says keep moving because they asked him. Well, yeah, like, right. He, you they know, he stays by. fit by uh, sweeping chimneys, uh, by yeah. by tap dancing, and and of course by roller skating while he solves crime. Right. Yeah. When did he do that? On, on diagnosis, diagnosis murder. Diagnosis, he did that on diagnosis I murder. Love diagnosis murder. I never watched it. I did the math one like I didn't know why why this had crossed my mind, but I looked at like how many seasons Dick Van the Dick Van Dyke show had run, a classic, one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh and then I looked at how many seasons Diagnosis Murderer had run. And I did the math and he actually spent more way more hours on television playing the character from Diagnosis Murder simply because the shows ra- both ran for several seasons, but Diagnosis Murder was an hour long show. And Dick Van Dyke was half an hour, so he spent more time on our TV as the roller skating uh, doctor yeah. who solves crime. And then was Scott Bayo on Diagnosis Murder for a little while? Oh, yuck! I think he was. Yeah, yeah I, I, I never saw that. Boo! Yeah. But but no, but, but I like the Diagnosis Murder because I like the theme song. Because it would be like da da, then there'd be a flat line. They, well, maybe everything. they'll bring that. They're bringing back Matlock with Kathy Bates, so maybe they'll do a female oh, diagnosis murder. That's what I was going to bring up. Remember Andy, um, Andy Griffith? Yeah, came out with because everyone ever watched Matlock, so he came out with like this album. Remember that? Well, was he was a, a singer too. Yeah, it was a hit album because yeah. all these Matlock people bought his album. Oh, my mother like, used to love Matlock. Yeah, Andy Griffith my- was a singer, and so was um um um. The guy that played Gomer Pyle. Uh, Jim Neighbors. Jim Neighbors. Jim Neighbors had an yeah. album, yeah. Surprise, surprise, surprise. The late Jim Neighbors. But yeah, Matlock. My mom used to love Matlock. I was just reading Jim Neighbors' Wikipedia page. This is what happens to me like late at night. So what did you learn about Jim Neighbors? Well, there's a rumor that he was married to Rock Hudson, but it wasn't true. It was like the rumor started because somebody sent out, like I think they were friends, but they, somebody sent out a joke um, like a a joke invitation to like uh, saying that it was like the the marriage of Rock Hudson and Jim Neighbors. Like what was it, Gomer Pile? Oh, they said it was a rock pile. <laughs> and so this created a rumor that they were actually getting married. And so because of the rumor, because like Jim Neighbors, I guess, and Rock Hudson were were I guess still in the closet, they had to then never be seen in public. So. What did Jim Neighbors move to Hawaii? He lived in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, he he yeah. spent the end of his life in Hawaii. I, well, that makes you wonder, like, was it simply because they were two closeted gay men and everyone just sort of put them together? Or were they actually a couple at one point? Like, was Rock Hudson hooking up with Gomer Pyle? Well, that's what, that's, that's, there's an, that's an explanation for it being like, just a rumor, but who knows? Well, Who knows what was going on there? And then that I just and, and yeah. that makes me picture Gomer Pyle during sex. Just Ew. golly, 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 <laughs> golly. 
Man, this show has gotten into some <laughs> dark corners. I guess that would be a rip from the headlines. Dark, it's a dark hallway. It's a darkness that I... No, but he did have a longtime companion. I think after uh, things got legal, he did marry his companion. And they said early on, because he would always sing at, I guess, the Indy 500 or something like that. Who? It was every Tim year. Neighbors? Yeah, I believe that's what he would do. So he... But there were times when he would bring his longtime companion. So he was semi, semi out. I think oh. at some point, like as, as, as these, the older closeted um, celebrities that really couldn't come out. I think once their careers had peaked, they're like, I'm bringing them with me, whatever. No one's giving me work anyway. No, so right. I was almost going to say, uh, it's not like he's, I was like, uh, no, I'm not going to say, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, like, no, no. We don't want to get sued. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no. We don't want to get no. sued. <laughs> How no. How do I tip my tongue? Oh, wait. We're recording this. I'll be yeah, quiet. we are recording. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sometimes I forget. Well, shall we talk about this movie? Yeah. Sure. Now, I get... I can tell you didn't like it just from the... the <sighs> 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 yeah, I, it was I very dry. I'm looking at this movie. I think I think as a way to, since we haven't recorded in six weeks, kind of just a way to ease us back in. Okay, like kind of like a, a you know, <laughs> a rehearsal. Yes. <laughs> the the movie in like question here. is a, is a Hallmark movie from last year called Unthinkably Good Things. And uh, I so understand. I, and so like I we're the bottom. And we need to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. Excuse me. <laughs> but but I thought like because the premise. I'm never sounded, saying that again. The premise sounded really good because three black ladies in Tuscany, and mm-hmm. I thought, oh, this could be good because especially I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but it's a known hmm. fact that a lot of black women go to Italy to find husbands. It's true yeah, because really? Italian men love black women and it, it's a thing. I, but, I have never heard that before. Yeah. It's a, t- it, it's a total thing. There was even like a reality show on about it for a while. Like it's a total thing. So when hmm. I saw that, I thought, Oh, this is going to be like one of those, like three ladies looking for love in Italy Nice. I wish that that would have, I mean, maybe it didn't need to, I don't know, but I feel, I feel like I would have liked to have seen that addressed in the movie, if that is a thing. Even yeah. just a casual mention of it. Because she did mention, like, having to work hard because she was a black woman. She did mention. Oh, I, I thought that speech yeah. was great. I, I just mean the, the concept of this is a known thing that, that black women will go to Italy for this. Yeah. And I think, and I think if they would have played that aspect of it, I think it would have been a really good movie. Or even if she would have mentioned it, I I think the I I enjoyed this movie. I didn't think it was great, but I thought it was good. But I think this was would have been much better as the premise for a ongoing series versus a movie where they were trying to cram in a whole lot and service a whole bunch of characters. And you know what, Jason? Yeah. If this was a series, I would totally watch it. Mm-hmm. I would. We'd have to. 
But no, but, but this is, well, no, because like series wise, as you both know, this is, that would be like right up my alley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a TV show like that. No, we have to watch. Oh, well, you mean, do you mean a series or do you mean like three movies? No, like I, a Sex in the City. I don't want to do the, the bullshit of the wedding veil. No, like a Sex in the City. But, but I think like that's, a, that's honestly what they were trying to do with the wedding veil is, is, you know, have characters that you want to keep coming back for, um, but they're trying to cram it into six movies versus like a season of twenty episodes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think no, I think Hallmark is realizing that while the business model of doing a new movie every week has been working for them, you know, they fluctuate in terms of how many people are watching, whether or not the people really want to see who's starring in that movie or want to see the premise of that movie and maybe you know switching to a series model for part of their schedule makes more sense so they've been moving towards that now i'm not gonna lie i think another reason why i was a little disappointed was because i started watching a movie tamara from the twins t and tamara was in the movie it was about three girls and they were going to like they were going to like a resort and it was three black girls going to like this resort. And what do you mean Tamara was I in this? Tam- then I, I realized, wait a minute, Tamara's not in the movie we're watching. No. And I was already like 15 minutes in and the movie was really oh, good. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you watched the wrong movie. So I stopped like 15 minutes in and I was like, damn it, because the movie looked really good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> This, well, this movie was a lot slower, and it wasn't a yes. bad movie. It was just, it was a, it was a lot slower paced than I thought. There, were, there were moments where they were walking and talking real slow, and I thought, you've got so many characters that you need to service in this movie. Speed it up so you can actually explain some of what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think there were, yeah, I think there were, there were periods of this movie where it coasted on its charm if you mm-hmm. will yeah for sure yeah. and when it did that actually i was fine with it because the three of them had chemistry i liked the three of them together um i i liked that that bond that they had uh, i like that guy who well we'll talk about it but the the guy in the cooking class yes oh yeah i liked him too he just made me lucas. he just made me smile mm-hmm. lucas he was hot Lucas was hot. Yeah. The guys in this movie were hot. Because mm-hmm. you, you know how I love an Italian man. Yeah. I'm not saying any guys are hot. I'm just just saying he was he was very charming, and I enjoyed him. Yeah. So. Kurt's, like, Kurt's like, I don't want to be anybody else's hall pass. Well, I, 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 I was zoning out and trying to think about who the hall pass person was, and I was like, wait, fo- Kurt, focus, focus, focus. <laughs> and I was thinking it better not be so and so because I'm not his bottom. <laughs> Man, the after show. This is when we need a Patreon page because the after show in this one. <laughs> right. Oh, because we're really uh, holding back. Well, uh, no names are being named. <laughs> uh, it's behind a paywall. I guess people don't know who we're talking about. So maybe, maybe it wouldn't be. It's only, well, I don't know. It's value. There's, there's value to it for some people. Okay. Okay. I'll focus. Okay. A minute. So, so, so we start off. We start off in two thousand and five. That's when you and I met, Les. That was the year yes. we met. It, we met in two thousand and five, Kurt, in <laughs> Cincinnati. That's right. 
But this was, was this in Atlanta or where was it? San Diego. San Diego, okay. And there, we, we see a Jeep and these t- two of the ladies are, and so what are the ladies named? Allison, Risa, and Malia. Uh, yeah. Melina? Melina, with an N, yeah. Melina, yeah, and Risa, her, her full name is Teresa. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa, they call her Risa. Yeah. Allison so, was played by Karen Pittman, who I'm familiar with because she's on The Morning Show. Well, I'm familiar with her because she's on the new Sex and the City. And oh, is just she? Like that. Oh, okay. oh, wow, she's got some work. And yeah, Risa, I think it was in the Scary Movies I think she's from that. I do, I don't know uh, the actress that played Melina. I'm not familiar with her from, but I'm sure she's been in things I've seen. Um. So 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 Allison and Melina were sitting in the jeep, and then we see Risa run out because she was confronting her boyfriend for cheating. Which I thought and was it, a that was a lot for for a hallmark. Yeah. Not just talking about cheating, but she's confronting her boyfriend about cheating. There was a joke that Alice, something about Allison having slashed someone's tires. And then we yeah. find out that she apparently actually did it when she was in college. <laughs> like, way to go, Hallmark. It's a new, it's a new gener, it's a new, the new Hallmark. Yeah. And so then, so then Risa runs out stealing a dog. Mm-hmm. And it was, well, it was her dog, wasn't it? I thought it was the boyfriend's dog. They they implied that it was the boyfriend's dog, but she was justifying it that it was her dog. <laughs> That's rude. This is super illegal. Like She's dog napping in a Hallmark right. movie. She's stealing a dog. Yeah. <laughs> so so, and then they they speed off. So then that sets up. These are like lifelong friends. Well, I didn't know she was stealing the dog. It's rude. So, so, so then we come to the present, and we're in Tuscany, and uh, like we presents. see Allison and her hot Italian boyfriend Nico, and Nico is like really into her. He is digging her, mm-hmm. and he's digging her so much he wants her to meet his mother. But then she said, Allison says, but then Allison says, well. Uh, do you think that's a good idea? I'm leaving in two months anyway, and so I thought that we were going to keep it casual. So then we cut to Melina, and we find out that Melina's restaurant is in trouble. And um, <clears throat> she's up for this magazine. Or this magazine is going to do a story about her, her restaurant. It's, a, it's she, like a restaurant reviewer is going to come. Oh, okay. And and so she, she says it's very important because if this reviewer reviews your restaurant and likes it, that puts your restaurant on the map. So it could it could save her restaurant. Mm-hmm. We also find out that she is a cancer survivor as well. Mm-hmm. Um. So so then, um. But they're they're all they're going on a girls trip to visit Allison. There's that's yes. been mentioned already. And while they're there, Melina is going to take some sort of cooking class in Tuscany. Right, right. So then, I, so what happened next, guys? I'm trying to find my. Well, then it says, then it says, one week late. Oh, actually, yeah. you skipped over the one thing. Uh, I think so. Risa is, she is, 
with her husband, right? Yeah, her Andre, husband. it's her husband. Yeah, and they're at a greenhouse or like where yeah, they're, they're shopping get, like, for like fresh vegetables. And they yeah. there's mention of oh, we're doing farm to table, but the, like that whole thing is dropped, and I feel like this detail could have been used at the end of the movie to tie something up that wasn't tied up that really should have been. So I'll get to that when we get to the end. And then we find out that she's retired from the military and that she's trying to get pregnant. Yes. Unsuccessfully. It's not going well. well. And then what happened after that? Well, then we have a, it says one week later. Yeah. And now we're in Italy at this massive house all together massive that the The house house where allison was allison is like a professor at a at a college there and this is a university rental and this house looks like a mansion and i know good universities have some money but this was ridiculous yeah, I would have. Uh, I would have pulled up. I think I pull up as soon as I got an eye for the house. I would have just stopped the car, jumped out. Probably the car still running, and just started screaming like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> big mess. The car probably would have been smashing into the house. So, <laughs> but I was thinking about that. And then I and then I look. It's so funny because then I look at my notes, and then I'm like, <laughs> then I'm like, <laughs> Stacy wanted to be an artist. But art didn't pay the bills. That was the other movie. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh wait, are your notes from the movie that you weren't supposed to watch mixed in with the movie that you did? So, what happened next in that movie? What? 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 Um, What happened next in that movie? Oh, then in that movie, um, so they they wanted to go on this fun retreat, and so (laughs) Samira called and had her flaky assistant make the reservations. But the, the assistant made the reservations. They, they thought it was going to be like a singles retreat, but, the, but they got booked into a women's retreat. Oh, wow. A woman's retreat. You mean like a c- c- convent or what? Uh, not like a convent, but like a woo-woo woman's, you know. Oh, boy. Like we don't like need men. We don't need men. Yeah, what? I know. I've, One of those? I've, okay. I know women who have gone to those and then – came back and seen me well. <laughs> so, so uh, what's the name so, of that movie what, what the, the takeaway from from Girl, this that movie's called girlfriendly the, the takeaway from this episode of a lifetime Hall, of hallmark podcast is that there is there is a straight guy that is a hall pass with kurt on on deck but the women are going to retreat to coming back saying, yeah, I don't need you in my life, Kurt. Yeah, that's nice, Jason. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm glad that's the takeaway. <laughs> so what, oh. so, so what, my notes are all, so what happened? My notes are all messed up. Um, Melina. Well, one week later. Yeah, so Melina's <laughs> restaurant, we've, it's only been open a year. It's struggling. Um, she lies to Allison about the the health of the restaurant, meaning like she she's like everything's fine, even though uh, Risa knows it's not. Right. Risa's reporting to Allison that like, hey, things things aren't really clicking with Andre anymore. Doesn't really go into detail there. And then they go by the university, um, 
and Allison meets with runs into her, I guess the the dean there or whatever, and he's like, Allison, we've been love because she's been teaching there on leave from her regular uh, professorship in North Carolina. And so this university in Italy, they've loved her creative writing teaching so much that they want to offer her a full-time job. Like, hey, move here. You could teach here. But we need a decision by next Friday. Yeah. And, and, and judging from that house that she was living in, that would be a good job to have. Yeah. Yeah, I have my, my notes. An old white man approaches them, full-time creative writing teaching offer. So that's where we're at. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. then the friends, the, the friends, yeah. Melina and um, Risa meet Nico, and they like him. Well, you know, wait, they wait. Go but, shopping. Yeah, um, they, they the went one, shopping. The one woman, she'd be a good match for me. She's not into fashion or shopping. Well, that was Melina. Melina was saying, yeah, Melina. oh, I'm not really into fashion anymore. But that, that was basically Melina covering for, hey, I don't have a lot of money because I'm, my restaurant's struggling, so I don't want to spend money while I'm here. Right, That's what that smart. was. I like yeah. that. And then we find Risa has a dog back home. The, uh, the dog that uh, she has with Andre is called Sugar Ray. And she sees this uh, thing. She's like, I want to start making a doggy clothing line. Yeah, she's very ADD, Risa. Yeah, she, yeah. Yeah, well, she's so lost like in Melina. life, basically. She's looking for some focus, basically. So I like right. Melina. She's my pick. She's smart about her money. Uh, she cooks. So I, I like where this is going. Okay. Um, and, and then once again, they they're talking to Nico and Allison, and Allison stresses, "We're not." Oh, Nico says, "We're not a couple," because we both decided since she was only going to be here for a few months anyway, we're just going to keep it light. Yeah. Yeah, and then somebody says, "Um, I think this was uh, Risa who says, well, you can call a duck a frog.' <laughs> like, yeah, but it what is, what still walks like a duck or something like that. Yeah." Basically say, like, frog, you, you can pretend that this is not a relationship, but duh. But right. she starts quacking. Yeah. Yeah. She was literally and, quacking. And, and, too, it's obvious that Allison and Nico are, like, both into each other. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, there was a detail mentioned that I thought was going to be important later. Um and this again would have would have benefited this if this were an ongoing television series. Uh, they mentioned Nico's son is twenty one, and yes. later on they mentioned that another character's kid is twenty one. So I thought they were gonna like we were gonna meet both the the two kids were gonna somehow get together. We don't ever meet that other twenty one year old kid though because we meet Nico's son and Nico's yeah. son was cute. Yeah, it was cute. We also went back a year and we we saw how Allison and Nico met. Um, he was selling cheese. Well, he was giving cheese samples at Kickery Farms. Yeah. He was doing this out. So that's hot. Because he worked at a farmer's market. Yeah. He, he sells cheese. Yeah. Blocks of cheese. Now, she I know you're cheese. saying that, that Melina is for you because she cooks and whatnot, but like Nico is giving away free cheese, Kurt. Oh, man. I feel like Nico's your hall pass. Right. No, if Nico was giving out cake, if Nico was giving out cake. True. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody was making chocolate chip cookies too. Wait, I missed that. When was that? Where was that was in the movie? Melina, I think she was making chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, that's right. She was making cookies. Oh, okay. Unless I was having a fever dream during this movie. No, she was making cookies. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Because oh, that's when she talks to Risa, and Risa is like a little 
sad because Lisa, Lisa was like, I was one week late, and for a minute, I thought that I might be pregnant. And that's when she kind of fills Melina in on her pregnancy um, issues. But they don't tell Alder, but they're like, don't tell Allison. They, they, <laughs> the fact that they were talking about being late for their period, again, I, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just really surprised Hallmark is being that blunt these days. I love it. We're, we're, love like, it. we're just leaning in. Yeah. Well, I love it. Oh, like, if, if you think about it just from a purely business decision perspective, the majority of their audience goes through that. They understand right. what that is. Why is it weird to talk about it? Right. I don't think it was weird. But... And, and, okay, so then I didn't either, something? but would, you, would we have seen that in Hallmark five years ago? I don't think so. You'd surprise. All right. But the funny thing is, is when I watched the wrong movie, when I was watching the wrong movie, they had an issue. One of the women um, was, she was adopting twins, and she said, because I had trouble getting pregnant on my own, and so I adopted. And that was like in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. So I guess they're like, we're going to address real, real women's issues. Yeah, as they should. Oh, so then um, Risa also was like, well, I, I'm almost 40. I need to, if I'm going to do this, I need to do this before it's too late. And Melina's like, well, Janet Jackson was 50. And then Risa was like, and I like this because Risa was like, well, Janet Jackson has a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Right. So I thought that was kind of cool too, that they, they, you know, they mentioned it like, hey. Well, yeah. the, the one thing I think, and you know, we we kind of joke about it's a whole new hallmark. Mark, when then we see things that were formerly risque. I think the real sign that it's a whole new hallmark is they're giving their characters actual problems or actual hurdles in life. The fact that Melina. Uh, had cancer. The fact that Risa is having trouble conceiving, we would have never seen stuff like that in a Hallmark movie a few years ago. They would have never even said yeah. pregnancy. Yeah. They wouldn't have said yeah. the word pregnancy. Really? really? No. No, they never said the word no. pregnant. They would say expecting. Yeah. They would never, remember how they would never say the word divorce? They would rather I remember before having them get divorced. I remember people weren't divorced, I don't know, but pregnant, I don't know, I didn't know that was such a Dirty word. Well, I'm glad they've uh, they've progressed. Because remember before when they'd be like, "Where where's your wife?" and he'd be like, "We're no longer together." Or yeah. like they'd come up with. Some or they would of- just talk about the wife in past tense, but you would never know she had passed away, or or if it was you know why it and why the relationship ended. And certainly, if they would talk about divorce once they started saying the word, they wouldn't even ever say like, "Oh, it was because someone cheated." It was always very like amicable. It very like right. it was you know we just weren't on the same page kind of thing. And now they're we like, oh, they, they, they cheated well, on me. I know when people people break up in these Hallmark movies, it's always very clean. Everything's mm-hmm. always there's never any screaming or sobbing. That's why I love this the mention of slashing of someone's tires in this movie. Yeah, yeah. that would make me scream and sob. 
But one thing we, we didn't mention, which I think is notable, is this is one of Hallmark's uh, movies under their mahogany label. Mahogany. Yeah. Oh, and that was another thing. In the, the last movie, the wrong movie, they were working for a company called Mahogany. That was their job. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so then Melina's in her cooking class, and she meets a very handsome gentleman. And they're comparing recipes, and he mentioned something that sounds really good. He was saying how his dad made cornbread and put brisket in cornbread. That sounds so fucking amazing. Yeah, it does sound good. <laughs> that could be good. What she but described anyway. didn't sound appetizing to me, though. No. She said a sunflower artichoke? Yeah. Not so much, but but a brisket and cornbread, that sounds really good. Sunflower artichoke sounds like the B-side to Harry Styles' watermelon sugar. Right. <laughs> Sunflower artichoke. Doo -doo. By the way, speaking of songs, this movie had a budget because their song that they kept on singing, the girl, their, their friend's song, that's like a, that's a song. That's a legit song. Yeah. Um, I didn't know you could eat a sunflower. Sunflower is hey, seeds. So brisket. I haven't had a lot of brisket. I'm looking it up right now. So it's a piece of meat. A cut of meat from the breast or lower chest of beef. And you want and you put that in cornbread. I guess that would be good. I'm not a yeah, huge like cornbread, cornbread fan. Like, like a cornbread, but infused with brisket. Yeah. Hmm, that, that would sweeten it up a little bit. Yeah, probably make the cornbread seem a little less dry. Because that and that is my issue with cornbread. A lot of times, is just just too dry. Well, that's why you put a lot of butter on it. Yes, cornbread with that just yeah, doused dry, in yeah. butter is delicious. Yo, what's it called? Boston Market. Did you have those out there? Uh, we, yeah, we used to. Too. Yeah, Boston Market. They, I don't know if they're still here or there, but they. I think they used to give you like a little square of mm -hmm. cornbread. I know. think they did that at uh, Kenny Rogers Roasters too. Oh, remember Kenny Rogers Roasters? It's the wood that makes no, I never it good. Well, what did you say? It's the that was their slogan. It's the wood that makes it good. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, we had a Kenny Rogers Roasters on Highland. There was only one. There was that one. There was one in Burbank too, because I would go to the oh. one in Burbank when I lived there. I, I like I I live like on one side of Burbank. There was a Kenny Rogers Roasters. On the other side was a Boston Market. Ah. Yeah, I, I would go to the Kenny Rogers Roasters on Highland. Aww. Anyway, oh. So, that, so we find out Risa all of a sudden tells Allison, oh, I'm checking out apartments. <laughs> I want to move here. And, and then Allison's like, but what about Andre, your, you know, husband? And Risa was like, I just need some time on my own to, to think things out. And so then Andre calls and Allison, I love this advice because Allison's like, don't say anything to him unless you're sure you're going to do this, mm -hmm. which I thought was good advice. But then Andre calls her because Andre's like, what the hell is going on? And why are we getting all of these boxes delivered to the house? Yeah. Andre said she is doing the most which means that she's doing too much. Yes. She was being she's extra. Just, she, she has a lot to do. She's like me. Yeah. I'm similar to Teresa 
but I'm attracted to Melina. M- Melina. I, I don't think person, I would say personality wise, you're a little closer to Melina than Reese, at least what I know. Of. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Cause Without- like, like if, if you look at the, the personalities, Allison was the one that generally had the good head on her shoulders. She was the real smart pra- practical one, but like, you know, like she's the business Which person. One? She Allison. And then Risa is like the more free spirited one, the one that's a little bit of a live wire. And Melina is the, uh, you know, she's smart, but she's not quite as alpha as Allison. And Melina's going to be much more, uh, um, not subdued. That isn't the word. You better not say it. Hey, this is a big setup. No, no, it's really like I'm I'm not making fun of you. I just just think Melina's a little more. um, Gentle, like she's you know, yeah, she's mellow. She's she's more cautious. Yeah, that's the word, cautious. Um. Oh, so 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 then not um, men as Allison, a dick, Kurt. Seriously, no, no, no. Okay. So then, so then, Allison decides she's talking to. She's still nervous about quitting this job because she was up for tenure at, at her job back in the states. So she's talking to Risa and she's trying to get up the guts to send an email to her boss back in the States to see if she could get more time in Italy. So then that way, if she had more time in Italy, she could do the job and not have to quit her job back in the States. So she sends an email. So she writes an email, but she's not, sure whether she's going to send it or not. Um, She ended up sending it, though, didn't she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She totally ended up. But this is the part where she was still just vacillating, but she ends up sending it, for sure. So then Melina, Melina finds out that the critic, she was trying to keep the critic at bay until she got back, but the critic is still coming anyway, and so she now has to leave early because she wants to be there when the critic is there and she doesn't trust the people who she has watching her restaurant to do well. Yeah. But the critic. And we forgot to mention like right before this Melina, we see Melina in that cooking class she mentioned early in the movie and she's paired at a station with this hot, uh, hot guy named Lucas who pretty much immediately asks her out too. Oh, Lucas, Lucas was like, went straight in for the kill yeah yeah he asked her out she she shut him down but like they 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 clearly have a chemistry with one another um lucas did not give up no he should not let's have have some dinner she's like i don't know about that okay it's fine Uh, so then we also find out that the manager of melina's restaurant quit while she was gone as well Mm -hmm. um so then, um, I wonder how yeah, food Allison. critic operates. I, I guess I've seen this in like in like movies before, but the the, 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 the critic goes to the restaurant and do they do they give them like a sampling sampling well, of everything? It, like if if other movies about food critics are to be believed, they, like they don't normally give their restaurant a heads up. They want to be able to to review it honestly based on a real experience versus the experience where they're fawning all over you because they know you're the critic. Right, and they just go in and order something. Yeah. Almost like a secret shopper kind of sitch. Hmm. So, so... Not very um, fair, though, if we're just having one thing, but... Oh, I don't know. 
So yeah, so Allison sent the letter, sent the email, but she mentions that she still hasn't heard back yet from her boss. So meanwhile, Risa is annoyed with Andre because she says that Andre doesn't, like she likes to do stuff and Andre does not. So Andre doesn't spend time with her. Um, well, he says t- he, he's working. That, that was his excuse mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. So I have a job. So, so then we cut to Melina at the market with Lucas, and he yeah. asked her out again. Yeah. Um, we also find out that uh, Lucas was married, but his wife is no longer with I us. I see dead people. And he has a daughter who is almost 21. It was that detail where it's like, oh, we're going to meet her and she and uh, Luke, uh, is it Lucas? Uh, or not Lucas, was, N- or Nico? Nico. Nico's, Nico's kid are going to get together, but we never, we never put them together. A second chance at love. So, so then we're all at a wine tasting on um, Nico's property. So obviously Nico probably has a lot of money. Oh, this was on his property? Because remember, and like all of his friends showed up and his mom. Yeah, I think it may okay. have been on the pride. Like it, either they owned a winery or there was also was something about truffle winery. hunting. When they, were they truffle? Yeah, they hunting? went cutting for truffles as well. Yeah, but no, Nico. Yeah, yeah. Nico was not poor. Um. So, so like they go, they they go to this vineyard, and all the friends are there, like Risa and Melina. Well, they're in a cave, like a cavern, like the, the right. ones in like. Well, it's like a wine cellar, I think. They were doing wine tasting. Yeah. But they were in a cave. Like, it was, it was the... I think that's dungeon. where they were doing the truffle hunting, was in the yeah. cave. Oh, okay. By so, the way, so, at one point, it, at, like, in this scene, Allison's, like, meeting Nico's family, and she's looking for Melina, but she mispronounced it and said Melinda, and they left it in. She called her. I rewound it like three times. I think she called her Melinda just now, not Melina. Maybe, oh. maybe her name was Melinda in the beginning. No, I think I, I think just because on, on the page it's only one letter different. She probably remembered it as Melinda said it. Nobody caught it because it wasn't real pronounced that she mispronounced it. It was like, "Have you seen Melinda?" Right. It wasn't oh, like she said, "Have you seen Melinda?" So, hmm. so I yeah. thought. For a minute, the movie was going to go this way because remember they showed um, Risa and Risa knew all about all of the wines. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were going to run with that plot and maybe have Risa get involved with the vineyard or something. I thought that she was possibly going to get involved with Melina's restaurant with uh, yeah with Melina's restaurant. Because that mm, scene oh. early in the movie that, that I was referencing earlier where they're at the greenhouse, they're buying all these vegetables. She mentions we're going farm to table. And the very next scene, she's at Melina's restaurant talking to her about the health of the business. I was like, oh, she's going to end up helping her friend out here. Right. But that does not happen. Right. And she is looking for things to do. Yeah. So, so, so then Allison meets his friend, meets Nico's friends. They love her. Like they all, like they all love they, her. They they invite her to a grape stomping. They're yes. going to make some wine and stomp some grapes with their, you know, gnarly, yellowed feet. <laughs> um, <laughs> Enjoy the then, wine. And then Melina, is that really how they make wine? I never. I don't want to know. 
No, that, well, back yeah, then, yeah. You jump it up the top. Now there's now around. there's like machines that do it, but yeah, back then they used to stomp it. Yeah, haven't you ever seen that I Live Lucy episode? Back when they shot this movie in 2022. Yeah, I I, I know. I've seen, and there's another one, uh, the Disney movie, right? Fantasia. Don't they don't they do it in that movie? I've never seen. I've never seen Fantasia. Fantasia, aren't they making wine in that movie? They're all I remember about Fantasia is like there's elephants going. I saw it when I was a little kid. I went to see it. That must have been a scary movie as a little kid. I thought it was unusual. I remember going to school the next day and telling a kid what I had just seen. <laughs> and it was. I think I, that I was one started. of those things that when they were making the movie, I think they genuinely thought, oh, this is this is animation for adults, which wasn't really a thing back then. And then it came out and because there hadn't ever really been animation for adults and it was Mickey Mouse in it, everyone's like, oh, it's a kid's movie. And then you take your kids and you're like, it's fucking classical music. The kids right. don't want to watch I this. I liked it. I enjoyed it as a kid, but I could tell you my my mom's friend, so she had she had kids that were older than me, and she dropped her <laughs> she dropped her kids off to see Fritz the cat. Because it was a cartoon. <laughs> it was a cartoon. <laughs> she just dropped what? her kids off, enjoy the movie. And did they get into the movie? I don't think they did. For people who don't know, that was an X-rated movie. Oh, I, I did not know that either. Yeah, oh, you it was a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that. Fritz the cat. Fritz the cat. That's funny. It's like, no, not Felix. <laughs> I've seen that. I, I've seen Fritz the cat, too. I saw it, like, you know, as, as, as an adult, I saw it. So, so, so do, do you have that uh, on a DVD from Blockbuster or VHS? No, I don't remember how I saw it. Fritz the cat, the horny, horny cat. Oh, I don't remember. There was a song. It was Ralph. Well, it was originally an R. Crumb comic, and then it was adapted as a movie by Ralph Bakshi. Yeah. Who did oh. Cool World? That he did like the oh, Lord of the okay. Rings ah. cartoon. Yeah, Ralph Bakshi. Oh, so so Melina shows up, and she's being kind of sketchy, and um. Um, oh, and then so then this is where they kind of have a little tip because mm-hmm. Risa tells Allison, well, Melina didn't want you to know that her restaurant isn't doing well. And then isn't this where they said where, where they told uh, Allison about Risa's pregnancy? Issues? Yeah, they were all basically calling each other out for the things they've been lying about. And like... Uh... Risa tells Allison that she's being judgy. It was a lot of pointing of fingers at like, well, you've been lying to me about this. Oh, you've been lying to me about this. Oh, you've been lying to her about that. Well, you know, Allison did have judgy eyes, though. <laughs> judgy hmm. eyes? She judgy did. Eyes. Is, that, is that an Eric Carmen song? Like, judgy, like, you know, judgy eyes. Judgy eyes. Like, she, you know. Eddie she, Davis she, eyes? No, like, you know, that look like, mm-hmm. And that looks you up and down and like shakes her head and walks away. Yeah, because Allison again was the 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 the, the pragmatic. The, she was the most pragmatic of the three. It's I'd like say. an older sibling. Like, do you, do you all have older sisters? I don't. 
No. So I have an older sister and like, you know, who who gets mad at you for watching movies while you're driving in a thunderstorm? Yes. But <laughs> Well, that's we were we're judgy too then. Yeah. No, but like I, but where I'm going with this is like so sometimes like in my family the older my older sister basically took over my mom's role. Yeah. And so she's she, well she thinks she's the boss. But <laughs> so but but like, you know, when your older sister takes over the mom's role, then she gives you mom looks. Yeah, for sure. Like, like my older sister totally gives me mom looks. Yeah. You know, especially like I'm the youngest one now. So no, I totally get mom looks. Um, Do you get mom looks even now as an adult? Oh, yeah. yeah. I get mom looks. <laughs> mom looks and mom lectures. Totally. I haven't had one in a while. Do, but- in return, do you give her pissy teen eyes back at her? I, I, I'm not going to lie. I have given pissy teen tood. <laughs> Did you go into your... <laughs> I'm not even going to lie about that. You went in your room and slammed the door? <laughs> I did that as an adult. I never did that as a, as like a kid. And then my, my parents, uh, as an adult, I went in my room and slammed the door. <laughs> so I got it in. Okay. I got it in. I got Love it that. in. Love that. Um, oh, so, so then Allison meets Nico's mom. And once again, like the mom loves her too. And the mom is like, because Nico's trying to wear her down to stay in Italy. And then the mom starts trying to wear her down too. Like the mom... Wait, where was the, the the mom was kind of annoying though. She had I don't know if this oh, was the point. I liked her. She oh, yeah, I mean, she where? she was pressing real hard for uh, Allison. Like all the you know, I, I forget wh- how she worded it, but yeah. she, she sat down and next to Allison on? and she was laying it on thick. Oh no, she was laying it on thick, and especially because they went on that truffle hunt and yeah, after, truffle hunt. And like when they're making, first of all, I love that she purposefully came in last just so she could cook because she didn't feel like dealing with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, this is it. She, she's uh, telling Allison that love is like truffle hunting. You could be standing over one and not even realize it because you're not looking in the right place. Yeah, that's bad. And then she's like, I, but there's another one I remember too. I, I would be like, but that's okay. You don't, you don't have to share anything else. But then she remembered it like five seconds later. Oh, oh, then, oh, and then we cut to Melina. Like, this is all going on. And then we cut to Melina in the car with Lucas, and he takes her out to this field with a bunch of sunflowers. And so, oh. so she picks yeah. the sunflowers to make her dish, her sunflower artichokes. Hey, I don't know if we got to this yet, but this is a scene that's kind of subversive. Um, do we get to the part, they're in like a barn with a bunch of sheep? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and, and one of them says that uh, Nico is this his name, right? Nico. They say the sheep are that's that's his real that's his girlfriend. girlfriends. Yeah, that's his that's... real girlfriends. That's did they say up. that? <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah, they did she did? And said that Teresa and Melina. When I was in New Orleans once, this years ago, they had a they had a they had a blow up sheep sex doll. 
And it Wait, said, was, that, was that the year that we were there together? No, it was some years before that. And, and it, it was a blow up sheep. And it said on the box, put the kids to bed and pretend you're inbred. What? And then the I said, fuck? and then I said, I said to the, I said to the guy working there, I said, can I take a picture of that? And the guy with no, the most humorless look, you want to talk about judgy. It wasn't even judgy. It was like somebody froze his face and he just like nodded no. I'm like, dude, you're the one selling a blow up sheep. Right. Up to it. Well, he wants you to buy it. He didn't like if everyone just took the photo and didn't buy it, you're putting the poor guy out of business. Let me tell you something. That scenario would not be a bottom. <laughs> Interesting. You like that, Jason? What? Yeah. He took that too seriously. I was just thinking about it. Like, you know. Oh, great. I w- well, I was just taking in the moment and realized that you had completely pulled the wool over my eyes. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> was that bad? <laughs> but so, so I wrote, yeah, I wrote my notes. Nico and his mom are really trying to wear her down. Wear me down. So, oh, so then, but then in the middle of dinner, uh, she gets, mm. Allison gets a call and it's a FaceTime from her boss. And her boss is like, guess what? We want to give you a promotion. And she's like, oh shit. This is the boss in North Carolina, to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, yeah, I see where we are in my notes. Everyone's pigging out. Yeah. She gets a call. Yeah. And then, and then I wrote here, like, you know, Melina, oh, 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 we already talked about this. They called each other out, like, the, the apartment and, and Alice um, trying to get pregnant and da 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 Oh, so then Melina tells them that Lucas asked her out for dinner and she keeps on turning him down. And she says that she hasn't been with anyone since her cancer diagnosis and since she, you know, since she got over her cancer. And so they're like, you need to go on this date. And not only do you need to go on this date, we're going to have a makeover montage. The shortest montage of all time. Yeah. They get this beautiful dress for her. And I was like, just, I hope the date's not at Starbucks. <laughs> it was, it was like, it was a beautiful dress, but it, it looked almost like she could have worn that to the Oscars. It was way oh, too totally. dressy for yeah. a first date, especially if you don't really know where you're going. Totally. They're definitely not going to Kenny Rogers roasters in that outfit. <laughs> Wait, but then they had two montages. They did. This one was much more fleshed out, the uh, getting ready for the date montage. Yes. And and so then we cut to Nico and Allison, and Nico is sad that she's leaving. I'm like, oh, he's really into her. But the the sad thing is, too, she's she's really into him as well. That's what's sad about it. And then that's where this is where she tells him because he's like, well, why do you want to take this job? Why are so you help? Why are you so hell bent about taking this job when they want to give you a job here? And she's like, well, you know, it's, I'm a black woman, and it's harder for a black woman to get ahead, and I worked really hard for this, so I'm taking it because that other job. She's like, because she'd get tenure, and that's like a guaranteed thing, whereas this one is not 
yeah, she'd have the job, but it's not a guaranteed thing, and it's not as prestigious as the as her job back in North Carolina. Um, yeah, stay in Italy. Got that nice house. Got the dude. So, have a so job. Then, right. So, so then Melina goes on her date and has fun, and the next day she's like, I needed that makeover. And then, um, oh, and then they're, and then also they're talking to um, Risa, and they're like, you really need to tell Andre what you're up to and about your new apartment. And she had all these gripes against Andre because, you know, she said Andre wasn't giving her attention. Andre didn't like to do the same things that she did. Andre was kind of boring. They're like, you need to talk to Andre about this. Um, meanwhile, uh, Allison has a bunch of letters from her students. Like, the students knew that she was leaving, and so they had written a bunch of letters, and they all, like, loved her. Yeah, they were they were basically just going on and on about how she unlocked their creative juices. And Risa and Melina are like, "Oh, you probably got that from students in North Carolina." She's like, "No, never. It's just you know, I, I'm I'm loving this way more than I've ever loved teaching back in the states." So 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 then Allison agrees to take the job, and then it's like nonstop phone calls. The job in North Carolina. Yeah, like they just start immediately just start like bugging the shit out of her. And so like all the ladies are at the, it's Melina's last day. They're all at a museum and they kind of get on Allison because she's on the phone when they're supposed to be spending time together. And then they start having an argument in the middle of the museum. And then, you know, they're then, just calling each other out for their respective lives being in chaos and not being upfront about it. Yeah. And then right. they storm out. Yeah. One so of them they, needs to meditate, right? That's Risa. Risa. Which, okay, I go to a meditation class, and if Risa would have been acting like this in my meditation class, we would have had a problem. Because it was a quiet class, but Risa's making noises and shifting around. She couldn't she sit still. But in, like, in fairness, she realized, okay, I don't belong here, and she she bailed. Well, after like an hour of sighing and making noise, yeah. she needs to give it a chance. And walk it around. That's a beautiful thing. I'd be like, would you sit your ass down? Would you be quiet? But yeah, so she leaves. You sound very oh, zen with how pissed off you are at this, Les. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it too because you really because you 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 really truly can get a lot out of out of that experience. Oh, yeah. absolutely. She's, she's not kidding. She's I, I not I'm kidding just you. enjoying Les's experience of her experience. Let Les basically being like, try to find inner peace, motherfucker. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. <laughs> hey, so at the Rogue Festival, so so Les and I are at this like brunch that they have every year, and so we're we're, we're talking to this woman. I never met her before. I, I don't think you had better either, Les. <laughs> And she's telling us like her how she prepares to do a show. Oh my god! <laughs> and she says, um, she says, um, she goes, I do before I have my show. I have to do about an hour of yoga, and then I have to run through my entire show before I do it. And Les just gets this look on his face, and he says, "You need to cut that shit out." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
<laughs> oh no, I think you said you gotta let you, you have to let that shit go or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that was what it was. Because <laughs> she was going on, and I was like, because. Because we were because we were at this brunch and it was like at eleven in the morning and she was saying like I have like a five o'clock show but I've got to start preparing now and it's like come on seriously and I saw the show and she didn't need to do all that okay. <laughs> actually the show was not bad it really was not bad but she didn't need to do all the shit she was talking about. Right. She Everyone has their process, Les. All right. Um, oh, look now who's got judgy eyes now, Les. Oh I oh you he need to cut that shit. <laughs> also I was pressured. Family. I was pressured. I really had to know my lines and know my lines because like Les was was, was gonna get on me. And there's one point in the show I did have to look at my script. I was like, Can I if I look at my script? I have a second look at my script and the audience is like, Yeah, go ahead. And I, I walked over and like Les is like sitting right there. Like, I didn't have right, judgy eyes though. Right, right in the corner where the script was. I know, right? <laughs> right? No, you didn't have judgy eyes. That. But I didn't yeah. have judgy eyes though. No, because at that point though, I was it was the I was really into what you were talking about. Yeah, it worked out. And your slides were good because he had slides. He had slides along with his show. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, um. Oh, so so we see Allison, and she's like giving this speech, and it looks like she's talking to someone, but then it pans out, and she's in a line, and it's a long line to buy Nico's cheese. Yeah, she's basically like trying to the the speech she was saying would seem like it was to Nico and was sort of accidentally to the guy in front of her in line is how she she wants to work on this and work you know do long distance uh but then she just bails yeah. she leaves the line oh cuz she had she had a zoom she had like a phone call yeah, she had a with, zoom call with the the board in North yeah. Carolina to dis, to the yeah. formality of discussing how she's going to head up the uh, department so 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 then Melina goes to Lucas's house and Lucas is just going for it. You can't you can't blame the guy because you know he gets an A nice. for effort for sure. Yeah. And then, um, but she finally she finally gives in, and because they they come to the conclusion he's like life isn't guaranteed, and then she finds his his dad like made him a cookbook. Yeah, and that kind of gave, and she kind of got an idea. Um, so then we cut to Risa, and she's in her new apartment, and she calls Andre, and she starts, and she's honest with Andre, and then we find out that she's scared because she's like, "Well, what if I can't get pregnant? Then are you still gonna want me?" And yes, then. Yes. And, and, and yeah, and yeah, again, that was a good scene. And then we see Risa and Melina at lunch, and we find out Melina has decided, I'm staying here. I'm not going back home. Not so, for good. She's just staying for the, the duration of the trip she had originally planned. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then uh, Allison and Risa go to find um, – 
No, Risa, Melina and Risa go to find Allison. Yes. And, and Allison is at a church. And oh no, oh they look at TikTok. Well, the ruins. They look at TikTok. They look at TikTok and she's on TikTok at a church. That's where they find out where she is. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, these like yeah. ruins that like is her favorite place to go to. But but I love that though. I was like, okay, okay, Hallmark, keeping it current. They look on TikTok and find her on TikTok. That's good. Mm-hmm. Aren't they talking about closing closing that? Uh, they're TikTok. talking about outlawing it in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it operates differently here in the U.S. than it does in other countries. Basically, in other countries, they have all these uh, safeguards on it so that people can steal your information, and so you can't bully people and all these things. And in the U.S., we don't have those safeguards, which is why it is a cesspool, just like all other social media here in the U.S. Uh, I'm not on TikTok. Neither am I. I am, but I don't use it. Oh, so but the, the TikTok thing is rel- is uh, um, relevant to the plot though, because early early in the movie we saw Allison with the uh, posting on TikTok, and basically people noted that she says very like eloquent things when she's on there. Yeah, and that will so that was not that will pay so off later ex- in the movie. So that was not an extraneous discussion about TikTok. It relates to the movie. It does. Oh, so so they all go looking for her, and then they find her at the ruins and Allison confesses to them, you know what? I froze while talking to the board and I don't want the job after all. And and then she said, Oh, she said, I've been faking the funk. Mm. Who faked the funk? Right. Gotta fake that funk. And then Risa says her chakras are not aligned. Right. She said Mm -hmm. it. And then Melina gives Allison a book that she made of all of Allison's poems and her writing. And no, it was, it was, oh, they post. took her posts that she's oh. been putting on TikTok and transcribed them and said that they're basically poems. <laughs> so now she's a, they basically, the, 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 uh, the conceit here is you said that you wanted to write a book. Well, you basically have, here's your book. And so they've all decided, Hey, we're all going to start over. Because they're all women of a certain age, and so they've all decided, okay, we're all we're all going to start over and basically have like our our second chapters in life. They, you, the okay. the phrase was, "You have to fall in love with your fresh start." Yes. Okay. So then Nico shows up, and she's like, "I've decided to stay, and I love you, and da da da." And he's very happy, but then she realizes, "Oh shit." I got to let them know that I want to keep the job here in Italy after all, the job that she, that was offered to her. So then they have the obligatory Italy get on the back of a scooter scene. Yeah. And, and not, not so a bird were, scooter, a Vespa, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> be, that'd be really funny if they were both just riding around like on a live scooter through the cobblestone <laughs> streets. <laughs> a moped. Right. Oh, so so they get to the school. She busts into the meeting. She tells the board, "I want the job after all," and they really like her, and they're yeah. happy that she takes the job. But they're all smiling and like happy about it. Yeah, they nod. A lot of people are nodding. That's a room full of extras that weren't given lines of dialogue, so they and don't have to pay don't them more. Speak English. Yeah. 
They probably, didn't, they yeah, probably maybe. didn't understand a word she was saying. Oh, possibly, yeah. They didn't know what they were in. And they're 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 very smiley though. All of the extras. Sure. I wonder what I wonder what Italian craft services is like. Just bowl, just Luxury. just bowls of spaghetti with no sauce. You just go in, you <laughs> dig your hand, and you just shoveling spaghetti noodles in your mouth. Like oh, for the non-union, imagine what's on the non-union uh, craft service. What table. like do, just... do they have any like candies that are big in Italy? You know, have we have like M and M's or are the probably big like thing? Toblerone? Okay, so it's like you know just like packs of Toblerone on the table. Like white, they have like white chocolate candy bars, like Hershey's. Yeah, like really they have nice. like a Hershey's white chocolate there. Probably like those. Bread, of course. Oh, and and not coffee, but they, it's espresso. They right. definitely have espresso. Right. And if, I, I bet if you're union, you get like this big, huge, like meal. Yeah. Mm. I used to but, drink that coffee out of that truck. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about? The truck. It's got that yes. coffee in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so anyway, they go. They go back to um, the house, Allison's house, and Andre's there. And it's like, oh, Andre showed up. And then, a job. and then what else happened? Well, Allison bursts. Oh no, no, the weird, where you said that she bursts in. Yeah, that that's basically it. That's basically the end of the movie, but. So we've tied up like, you know, Risa is, you know, clearly staying with Andre and she's a little more focused. So we, we understand that storyline's wrapped up. We've got Allison is staying in Italy with Nico, taking this job and getting this fresh start. That's tied up. Th- this giant story of Melina is just unresolved. Yeah. We, we don't know what's going to happen to her failing restaurant. Wow. The, the one relationship that that I became invested in in this movie is her and Lucas. We don't know what's happening to them. Like, I didn't care about Nico and Allison because we didn't really see the budding of their relationship. We didn't see that journey happen other than the, the meet cute that flashback. So what happens to Melina mm. and Lucas? Sounds like another movie. <laughs> they they could have wrapped it up with a simple line of dialogue of uh Risa is actually going to help Melina manage the restaurant cuz she's looking for something to do and you know Lucas it was actually offered a job in the state so he's moving there too or even better even better Risa Goes back to run the restaurant, and since Reese is going to run the restaurant, Melina could stay in Italy with. Lucas. There you go, and and they can uh-huh. cook together. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. We could open up another restaurant in Italy. Yeah. Because Lee, because he was from a um a line of chefs, like his dad was a chef as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I guess I like this movie better than I thought I did. It was okay. 
after discussing it, it, I liked it better than I thought I did. Once, once I got to know the characters a little bit, I, I it thoroughly enjoyed it. But it, again, like I said, it, they were just servicing so many characters and so many storylines. This would have been better served by an ongoing series of some sort where we can, you know, get a little more time with some of these, uh, the, the characters that aren't the main three women. Right. I judge it. I'll be judgy. I find some of these Hallmark movies so bland that a lot of times I judge it based on the actors and the chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, I thought they were in good shape in terms of that. And I also like that these women were of a certain age. They weren't like young 20 somethings. Mm-hmm. The second chance at love. And like, even like, you know, um, I like that Nico was a little, like they were all a little older, a little seasoned. Yeah. But not like, su- like okay. when you say that, it makes it sound like they're 60. Like they were all like about to turn 40. Yeah. Yeah. And like Nico had like gray hair and stuff. I was like, I like that. Yeah. Well, Nico must be a little bit older than that. Probably like, around the same age he had he had like yeah. sexy salt and pepper it was an older man gray yeah it was like just you know okay. a, sm- a smattering yeah of salt and it's know, like look guys, these sheep are wearing me down <laughs> right, right. <laughs> taking a couple I, years off my life i need a bonkers yes blood and guts lifetime movie yes 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 oh, yeah. yes 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 but you know what i've noticed lately a lot of the new Lifetime movies are, like, ripped from the headlines. They they do a mix. Have they... I don't think they've done a wrong movie in a long time. Didn't you say last time that we talked, like, two years? I don't know if it's been that long, but I don't think... It's I don't know long. if they're doing movies under that banner right now. I wonder. Because, hmm. you know, because, like, you know, we mentioned our friend Meredith. Meredith still works, like... All the time, mm-hmm. like all the time. But I wonder if it's just a different, like a different franchise, or if she's just doing, you know. Diff- have you noticed though, like the, their franchise movies haven't been around so much? Any of the franchises? Well, there's the wrong, and what's the other one? Killer, killer, killer. psycho, killer grandma. Yeah, psycho. Yeah. Unless they're all on LMN. Because, you know, there's Lifetime and Lifetime. Well, yeah, but, I mean, we would still have heard of them either way. We've watched plenty of movies from LMN, too. Because the last few commercials I've seen, it's, like, ripped from the headlines. The girl locked in the closet. And I'm like, well, that takes all the fun out of it if if it's a true story. The girl Uh, was locked in a closet? Yeah, that was one of the movies. The girl locked in the closet. And it was Tammy Checking from out. the real, remember Tammy from real world Los Angeles? Yeah. She was the one that locked the girl in the closet. Yes. She was locked. I, I'm trying to see what's playing on Lifetime. Yeah. Now. yeah like, like I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for the wrong series. The last one was a year ago. It was the, the wrong high school sweetheart in hmm. February of last year. Who we've seen and met. <laughs> who, no, who no, no, no. You're thinking of the wrong blind date. Oh, oh, that's true. Yeah. Actually, I saw the wrong blind game. He was on Fantasy Island a couple of weeks ago. Okay, what's playing now? Okay, there's a movie called Girl in the Shed. 
kidnapping of Abby. But, but I think that's a rip from the headlines. Oh, what was it? Oh, the Eric Roberts LMN. series that we've seen some of and we still haven't watched them all that we, the, oh gosh, what was that? Oh, the Eric Roberts one? Yeah, we should watch one of those because there are a couple more in that series we haven't watched. What is it called? Um, Killer Prom, Homecoming Revenge. This is what's playing ooh, Friday morning. You must... What? Uh, this is Party Stalked by Hell. My Doctor. What is it? Stalked by My Doctor was the first one. Yes. Oh, that's right. We, we, I, would I would be up for a Stalked by My Doctor. Yes. Did we watch are... Psycho Party Planner? Yes, we did. We yes, did. we did watch yeah. Psycho Party Planner. That's something I would have suggested. <laughs> yes, we have watched that one. Here's a movie called The Single Mom Conspiracy. Ooh, okay, read the premise. Uh, it's very short. Well, let me see. I might click it up and see. Um, a single mother. Hold on. It's taking a little while to come up. All right. A single mother links the kidnapping of her teenage daughter to a devious plot hatched by those closest to her. Oh. That's the single mom conspiracy on LMN. Because, yeah, I would love something bonkers as bonkers. Got to be something wacky out there. Have we seen Stalked by My Doctor Patient's Revenge? Apparently there's a musical number in it. <laughs> we wait, have it. we seen? No, wait. No, 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 we haven't. We saw Stalked by My... We, that's the one. How many have we seen? Three, two or three of them? We've seen two. Okay. Hey, as a heads up, uh, for fans of our podcast, there's a bunch of movies coming up on LMN this week. I don't know when we're posting this but anyway this sunday ruthless realtors on at 8 a.m and then killer contractors on at noon oh my god oh yeah you we did both those movies listeners set your dvrs you if you don't watch those two movies you are doing a disservice to yourself we're recording this on march 23rd 2023 so listeners set those dvrs because those are two of the best movies ever. They really are. And I love that they're back to back. In the morning. Get up in the morning. and Good morning. And, listen, and then watch them in the morning and in the afternoon. Listen to our, our episodes about that. About this movie. So, so did you find Jason stalked by my doctor? Uh, yeah, I, I think there's one that we can like, watch. Yeah. Man? Okay. Okay. Good. I'm just trying yeah, to look through my, my, my previous notes of movies to see which are the ones that we've watched. And when I search, because I, I, I write all my show notes in, um, in, in notes in Apple because then it's on my computer, my, my phone, I mean, everywhere. And I'm searching for Eric Roberts and nothing is coming up, which tells me that these notes clearly have not indexed because Eric Roberts <laughs> should be coming up about 10 times if I search that name. It's so funny because I take my notes for the movies sometimes in a notebook. If someone were to, were to ever find my notebook of like my movie notes, yeah, <laughs> they'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Indeed. And, anyway, <laughs> okay. Well, oh, Kurt, you need to go to bed. I'm but, okay. But before Kurt goes to bed, if you need to find me, you can find me on my website. LesKirkendallBarrett.com. I actually don't have anything coming up for the next few months, but I do have some announcements coming up soon. 
Jason. Please rate and review our podcast and say, hey, guys, don't take so long off next time because I really love you. That, that way it helps more people find the show. Uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, five stars, please. You can find us all on Instagram and Facebook at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Big Shot Jason. Kurt. Well, I'm on KurtFitzpatrick.com, but I haven't updated it in a while. I don't have anything in the near future either, but I have ideas. I have ideas. Well, there you go. There you go. And speaking of ideas. Oh, I will. No, no, wait a minute. I got something. I, because I, I hadn't, uh, this is new. So I'm on the Shelf Shedding Movie Show, uh, the Shelf Shedding Movie movie podcast with Jason DeBray. And we went through all the Oscar Oscar nominees. So we have, we have uh, two episodes of that. So you can listen to that show. Yeah. And what did you think of the Oscars this year since there's no incident? Boring, mostly. But I get interested in like who who won the actor categories and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's important that he won. Yeah. Anyway, I must go, and then we must end the show because then Kurt, I can tell you who it was. <laughs> Cruel to the audience, though. They're not going to know. <laughs> the audience, you're not going to know who these people are anyway, so. unless you're like. Heather from the Rogue Festival, and you know everybody. She does listen to the show. Right. Hi, Heather. Um, all right. I get to find out. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>